Welcome to Dynasty Sports Empire, the podcast. My name is Jeff Roman. I'm going to be your host tonight. Uh, Dynasty Sports Empire, the podcast where we talk about sports, fantasy sports, dynasty fantasy sports, and anything else that comes to mind, treadmills, Christmas presents, <laughs> book recommendations, uh, whatever we can think about. Uh, joining me tonight and every night uh, is Tim Reinhardt. I don't have I don't have abbreviation. Tim Reinhardt the fourth. Tim Reinhardt the fourth today. All right, it's it's um, it's the first, but we'll take the fourth. Whatever whatever works for the podcast, you know. Right, you're you're a, from a long line of Tim Reinhardt's. Um, <laughs> You can always uh, email us at dsethepodcast at gmail.com, at dsepodcast on Twitter, dsethepodcast on Instagram. And we're on, obviously on dynastysportsempire.com slash podcast. You can find all the links for us and uh, the other podcasts that they have rolling um, after us, copycatting after us on dynastysportsempire.com. Um, football day is already up. Um, and they got another one coming for baseball here for baseball season as well. So nice. uh, a lot of exciting news. Um, and we'll definitely shout out those when they start uh, start rolling in for baseball season. So just make sure you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts to help other people find us. Um, we'll read your ratings. We don't have any new ratings today. So everybody needs to get after that uh, ratings if they want to be read on air and uh, help other people find us. So uh, we were briefly ranked um, in the Australia charts. So okay. yeah, shout out to the Australian football fans yeah. or Australian, I should say, NFL football fans, because we don't want to we don't want to <laughs> accidentally pick up that Australian football uh, a little too rough. Uh, no, Although pads. A, lot, a lot of punters in the college game are, are those um, Australian style kickers, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. And they, they kick it really far. They, I mean, they run and the guy does the thing with his arms when there's a touchdown thing. So um, I'm sure it's way more complicated than I can even understand, but right. Australian NFL fans, thank you for listening. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, let's, let's kick it off with our, with our top stories uh, today. So um, let's, let's go to the NFL. We talk about the NFL a lot, but it's, it's big news right now. Um, the playoffs are set. The Washington football team won the NFC East after on Sunday night, uh, they defeated the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, there was a lot of uh, consternation, gnashing of teeth, rending yeah. of garments um, around the NFL about the Eagles' performance. Um, some cried out that there was the T word tanking uh, involved there. Um, Tim, what was your thoughts about the game? Yeah, um, I, I watched. Uh, I watched a, a good portion of that game and. Um, it was an odd choice to say the least to um, to change quarterbacks. Um, at the same time, I, I guess you know it's not like Hertz was playing all that well. Um, exactly. But also, I mean, I, I know most of it was coming from uh, from Giants fans, Giants players, and you know I, I get it. You you want to you want to be in the playoffs, and once you're in, anything can happen. Um, at the same time, like they didn't have to lose ten games. Uh, the Giants. So, exactly. it, you know, control your own destiny and you don't have to worry about that. It's not like, you know, the Giants were um, like 10 and six and in any other year would have made the playoffs. They were six and 10. Um, so I get it. I get the frustration. Um, I'm not sure. You know, I, I've read every reason why Doug Peterson did that from tanking to he's trying to get fired to he wanted to give 
um, wanted to give – what's the name of the third-string quarterback again uh, that came in? I, I don't even remember. He's, uh, he was that, he was that give, unimpressive. Give him, yeah, give him a um, – give him a chance um, just because he's been on the team and he's putting his putting his time for the fourth quarter. I, I mean, I, who knows? I don't think we're ever going to get a straight answer there. So I was listening to the um, ESPN Daily podcast this morning and and they have a uh, NFL recap on Monday mornings with uh, Bill Barnwell. And he, he um, reminded me of uh, Hanlon's razor. Are you familiar with Hanlon's razor? No. Okay. So never attribute to malice that which can be adequately explained by stupidity. <laughs> so in this case, I would say the Eagles are just really bad. Uh, they, when they were one, three and one and in the hunt for the NFC East, I said, this team is way worse than their record. They should be zero and five at that point. So I think number one, the Eagles are bad. Jalen Hurts, as you said, was bad in that game. So I don't think it really even mattered if they benched him or not. Um, he probably could have needed the reps, but you know, yeah. so many teams rested their players in week 17. Um, half of the Chiefs didn't play. Uh, half of Pittsburgh didn't play. Right. Obviously, they're going into the playoffs, so it's different. But, you know, it's not uh, the you know, failure to um, compete. That is the problem here. Um, I, and you touched on that. It's the problem is the giants were going to benefit if the Eagles won and they only won six games. They right. lost 10 games. The, the giants were, uh, beating Philadelphia in October. They had a 96% chance to win and they lost. Right. Uh, in that game, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and they were also playing the Cowboys earlier in October and the Cowboys got two field goals in the last two minutes and won the game. So yeah, if, if, the Giants could have won one or both of those games, they would have walked into the playoffs. So I, I don't think that they had a leg to stand on. They were they were mad, but I mean they should be mad at themselves, not the Eagles. Don't don't leave it in the hands of the Eagles. You right. know? Control control your own destiny, control what you can control, and and that's it. You know? Uh I, I get I, I do get the frustration. Um, but at the same time you gotta yeah, gotta win more than six games. Yeah, and, and I think that you know, I think everybody's afraid of of people saying that they tanked. But um, the NBA recently, more recently than the NFL, came to grips with this, and I think you know what people realized. You know what, maybe losing is a viable short term strategy so that they can win in the future. So, um, you know, they lost. They got the number six pick instead of nine or twelve. Um, so that's going to probably make their team better next year. So, right, uh, you know. Uh, I, I don't have a problem with it. Um, I think a lot of people got hot under the collar who are the, uh, you know, pump your chest kind of, kind of people on TV that like to, uh, talk about that sort of stuff. But, um, I didn't have a problem with it, but I'm going to, I'm going to just, you know, obviously I'm a Philadelphia area person, so, uh, I could talk about the Eagles a little bit more, right. but they're not in the playoffs. So we have the playoffs yeah, coming up. Yeah, so move to the playoffs. Let's yeah. So, uh, Tim and I are both in the dynasty sports empire.com, uh, Fantasy Playoffs League, still time to get in. Go to DynastySportsEmpire.com. You'll see a menu at the top uh, about the Playoff League. Join, get in. Um, you know, the there's a, a pot going. It's getting up It's getting up pretty high for the winner. So um, we're going to be talking a little bit of strategy. Um, I'll probably give up way too much information on this podcast that everybody will use against me um, <laughs> if they're paying attention. But you know what? That's great. We love our listeners to pay attention and I will give you information that will help you beat me in fantasy sports. So how about that? All right. So 
Selfless, very selfless of you. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm here to help the people, you know? Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and go chronologically through the games. Uh, I will talk about offense versus defense and we'll um, do a little analysis and, and find some points where we can uh, find some players to use. Yeah. All right. So first is on Saturday um, is the Colts at the Bills. So the Colts are our middle of the pack on rushing and passing. Um, the one, The one thing that um, springs to mind is they have kind of saved Jonathan Taylor, uh, their rookie running back. They split him a lot earlier in the year, um, but he was a bell cow in week 17 when they needed to win. Um, so he could be a, uh, a, a good piece there as the bills are, are middle of the pack on defense. Not a lot um, either way. Um, on the other side of the ball, the bills have the second best passing offense in the league. Obviously Josh Allen is, yep. is a threat. We talked about him in an earlier pod, Tim. He's increased his accuracy. Um, he's still a threat to run as well. Um, the Colts are actually second against the rush, but 20th in the league against the pass. So there's some potential there for the Bills pass game. Yeah, I think um, Josh Allen's been, you know, and I, I don't think I ever would have said this a few years ago, but he's been one of the best fantasy players uh, around this year, um, especially the fact that he can uh, pull the pull the ball down and run and that they will, you know, sometimes use him down by the goal line. Um, he's got 37 touchdowns. I mean, that's in through for over 4,500 yards. Um, so I think he's a good player there. Uh, Stefan Diggs is, is a, is a good go-to player there. I mean, he's, he's the guy that gets targeted all the time. I know that they have, um, they have a couple other guys in Brown and Beasley, but, you know, come down to, come down to this game. I'd, I'd expect that connection to be working. Yeah, and I think the one thing that I always think about with these playoff leagues is, um, just to do an aside here, is that you don't want to end up in the Super Bowl with no quarterback to play. So early on, you don't want to play quarterbacks that you think are going to make the Super Bowl. So as much as I like the Bills and I think they have a great offense, I don't really think that they're going to make the Super Bowl. They're probably going to win this game. Um, but if I burn Josh Allen here, you know, it's not going to be the worst thing in the world to me. Right. So next game on the docket is Rams. At the Seahawks, the Rams are on offense, are our middle of the pack, a Russian pass. Obviously, they have Jared Goff, and they may start um, their backup quarterback if Jared Goff is not back. Depending on that, um, yeah. Yeah, so that's obviously uh, up in the air situation. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to pick either of those quarterbacks. Probably um, Seattle is good versus the run, but bad versus the pass. Um, they're pretty, pretty leaky against the pass. Um, on the other side of the ball, Seattle is eighth in points. Uh, but only 17th in yards on offense. So they benefit from some short fields um, and the Rams have the best defense in the league. So I wouldn't touch Seattle. Um, I, you know, the, the only reason I guess I, I don't, I don't like picking against Russell Wilson in anything. Um, you know, he's, he's a guy that just is able to pull those kind of games out and, um, in a game like this can, can just put up astronomical numbers. Um, so I don't know, this is a, it's an interesting one, especially with the Rams, the question marks around the Rams and their defense being as it is. And, you know, Aaron Donald's going to be in his face all day. Um, but if there's anybody that can, that can make things happen, it's Russell Wilson. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think I, I would favor the Seahawks to win this game. So, um, punting them this week, um, you could have a possibility of getting them against a better, uh, better matchup, um, offensively. 
speaking in fantasy purposes, yeah. um, if they're to face the Bucks or um, even Green Bay, they would have a, a easier time than against the Rams. Right. So next up then, speaking of those Bucks, is the Bucks at the Washington football team. So Washington football team has the worst offense in playoffs. Um, the Bucks have the best rush defense. They're just okay against the pass though. Um, the Bucks, obviously with Tom Brady are number two in passing yards. Um, Washington football team has a very tough defense. They're the second best defense by yards. Very, yeah. Very good front. Yeah. And they're better against the pass than the run actually. Um, very good rushing the passer with Chase Young. Um, so I think I expect the Bucks to win this one handily. Um, so that would give me a lean towards a Bucks running back, especially if they have injuries and they need to go down to just one lead back. But, you know, this one should be Bucks offense against uh, football team defense should be the best matchup. Yeah. So the football team is, uh, yeah, that I, I like that. I like that assessment. I, I like, you know, I also like Ronald Jones uh, as a back. Um, yep. I know he's had some drops problems uh, and, and, you know, a couple other things throughout the year. Um, but I think, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them go to him a lot. Um, I, I expect, yeah, Chase Young to be in the backfield pretty quick, um, pretty quick on passing downs. Um, don't sleep on Terry McLaurin. He's my guy. Um, I love him. Uh, I, I know that they're – you mentioned Washington having a tough, you know, they're, they're seven and nine, you know, that they, they, they've got a tough go of it. Um, but uh, he's, he's a terrific wide receiver, runs great routes, uh, deep threat. I mean, he's, he's their go-to guy. So I, I would, I just say, you know, don't sleep on him as an option. Um, especially if the Bucks uh, pass defense isn't, isn't all that spectacular. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, if you're, if you're looking to burn somebody, right. Uh, Washington football team is probably not going to be right. going to the next round. I think the Bucks are hugely favored. Obviously, they could win, um, but uh, burning Terry McLaurin here, you're not going to have him available for selection next week, probably. So um, Antonio Gibson obviously would be a lead back, but Bucks defense very good against the run. So, um, and I don't know if they're going to be in that many rushing situations. They might be bombing it out late in the game down to Terry McLaurin, get him a bunch of yards. So I think that's a good assessment, Tim. Yep. So next matchup is uh, Ravens at the Titans. Uh, Titans. Interesting one. one. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very interesting matchup. Two teams are pretty similar, very rush heavy. Um, Titans have a great rushing offense. Um, The Ravens defense was uh, tough second in points, but seventh in yards. So they were good at uh, keeping them out of the end zone. Um, the Ravens obviously have a great rushing offense. They don't pass very much, um, very similar to, uh, the Titans, uh, but Titans defense was very, very bad versus the pass. So the, so Washington football team versus, uh, the Bucks was a good passing offense against a great defense and the Ravens versus the Titans is, uh, offense that doesn't pass against a team that can't defend the pass. So <laughs> we should have two, two, uh, two polar opposites there in our, right. our two games, first two games there. Um, so because the Titans defense is so bad, um, JK Dobbins is obviously somebody that, that I've highlighted. Um, Love, Dobbins. Love Dobbins. Again, I think they're going to him more as the season wears on. Um, and he's fresh. And I think like this is gonna be a high scoring game. So, get your guys in here. Um, I don't know who's going to win. 
Um, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of points. I think there's going to be a lot of yards on the ground um, between Dobbins, Derrick Henry, um, Lamar Jackson. Uh, you're looking at, yeah, I think you're looking at a lot of a lot of points there. So I like your Dobbins call. I've been liking Dobbins all year, and it does, you're right, finally look like they're they're getting to a point where he's they're leaning on him as their number one back. He had a big run last week, so um, I think that's a great call. So, yeah, I think um, the Titans' defense is much worse than the Ravens. The Ravens are more than passable. Um, so, you know, Derrick Henry is probably the only guy. A.G. Brown maybe um, with the Titans, but um, I would target that Ravens offense for yep. sure. Agreed. Um, Bears against Saints is the next game. Um, Bears have a very bad offense, not as bad as the football team, but pretty bad. Uh, the Saints defense was fourth or fifth across the board. They're very, very good defense. So uh, that side of the ball, I'm not touching the Bears offense. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans is a is a pretty good offense. They were better with Breeze, so um, their numbers are a little bit skewed this year. Um, the Bears defense, despite the hype, um, is a pretty middle of the ground defense. They still can rush the passer. So um, that game, you know, it's hard to tell. That one might be a runaway. Obviously, Kamara is a good play there, but you may want to save him for later in the uh, in the playoffs. So, Kamara, Michael Thomas, um, are they questionable? I know that Thomas was dealing with an injury. Is something something so, up with those guys? Yeah, so this will probably change as soon as this gets posted. So, apologies here, but the last I saw with Kamara is that he was on the COVID list. So... Um, if this game was on the 10th, which it is on Sunday afternoon, um, he can get cleared by then. Okay. So, um, monitor that obviously, if you're thinking about playing Kamara, um, right. or, or thinking of, of making a wager, uh, on them. Um, but it did seem that it was possible for him to get cleared. Okay. Um, yeah, I think, uh, it, it's been a weird year down in, in New Orleans. Like you, you kind of expected, Drew Brees, Michael Thomas connection to be, uh, to be the thing that happened all year. And then it just was not Michael Thomas's year. Um, so I know he was put on injured reserve. Um, but I think he's also slated to be back. So if that's, uh, if that's, that's probably, you know, he's got, he's their go-to guy in, uh, in that offense. And when he's healthy and ready to play, um, there's points to be had there. Yeah, I think that's a that's a sneaky play because he was so low this year across the board. Um, you might be able to sneak him through. Yeah. Um, if he has a breakout game here, he's going to be hotter, uh, a hotter pick later in the uh, later in the playoffs. So yeah, get him in if you can. If you think that he's going to play, and he has a he has a pretty good matchup here. They they should be able to move the ball a little bit against the Bears. Um, the last game is uh, a rematch of Week 17: Browns against the Steelers. Um, the Browns' offense, obviously, with Baker Mayfield, um, very good at very good running team um, with their two running backs. The Steelers' defense is is really good this year. Great against the pass. They're about middle against the run, um, so there there can be a little bit to, to be had there. Uh, on the other side, the Steelers' offense is very bad again. Uh, running the ball. They're the worst team in the league running the ball. Not very good passing either. Obviously, um, Ben will be back for this game. Um, the Browns defense is is okay against the rush, but they're bad against the pass. So there's there's a, a, a little bit probably to um, be pushed there um, on that Steelers pass offense. Uh, Claypool, uh, Smith-Schuster, Johnson, I mean, 
you know, it's kind of like a, a roll of dice situation there. Uh, who gets the ball? It really is. It's been tough to call all year. Um, and you just don't know who it's <laughs> like. There, there's going to be there are games where uh, Claypool scored. Uh, d- didn't he score like three touchdowns in one game? And, yeah. You know, then goes on. A, then he's then he's on hiatus. Uh, so it's it's really tough to it's really tough to call that Steelers offense. Um, and it's it's just been so fickle um, in the last month or so. Um, so it's, it's really tough to, to touch that game or that, that, that offense. Um, I mean, you've owned Baker Mayfield in a fantasy league all year. Um, you know, he's, he's got his ups and downs. He's liable to throw a couple to the other team or put it on the ground a couple times, but he can also right. make some pretty, pretty special plays. So yeah, I think there's a lot of risk, uh, but perhaps a lot of reward in this one. Yeah. I think if you, if you get it right, you're going to hit absolute pay dirt. Um, but if if you're wrong, it, it's going to be a zero. Smith Schuster could have a zero. Dante Johnson, rubber bands, hands Johnson could absolutely drop like seven passes. So, um, yeah. and Baker Mayfield could throw seven touchdowns or seven interceptions. I don't. I have no idea. Um, or it could, you know, even on the Browns rushing offense, it could be Hunt that gets three touchdowns, or it could be Chubb that gets three touchdowns. So, um, this one is tricky, tricky, tricky. Uh, both offenses are are difficult to pin down. So. You know, if you're looking for a high upside play, go for it. But if you're looking for a guarantee early in the um, fantasy playoffs, I, I would stay away from that. All right. So that's it for the NFL. Um, those are those are the games that we got coming up. So you got a hint at at who I'm looking at to pick. So um, I, I, hopefully, I threw a, threw a, a enough smoke in there so people don't <laughs> know what I'm picking. Yeah, um, maybe you were, yeah, you were you were uh, what do you call it? Um, playing uh, playing possum with us there. Yeah, a little bit. Well, the truth is that I have no idea who I'm picking. It'll probably come down to late in the week once we see some uh, some uh, ins and outs and, and right. who's playing there. But um, there's a lot to be had, so it's it's a fun format. So um, I'm looking forward to it this year. Um, next, we have um, over to college, the college game. Um, we have. I just wanted to recap our picks from last week. Just yeah, so how do we do? You know, let's, let's we, we, we own up to the listeners here. So. Um, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, um, we were both on Cincinnati. Cincinnati lost in heartbreaking fashion with bad decisions at the end of the game, yeah. um, choosing to throw the ball way downfield instead of running it and burning off that extra 30 or 40 seconds. Um, they covered the six and a half, um, so I'm going to count that as a win for both of us. Yep. Um, the Verbo Citrix Bowl, Citrix, Citrus <laughs> Bowl, uh, Northwestern won and covered that one. Um, that's yeah, that a win a for game. both of us. Um, the Rose Bowl slash not the Rose Bowl, whatever they're calling it. Um, Alabama won and they romped and it was an easy win front, you know, beginning to end, but they didn't cover, backdoor uh, late, cover. yeah, late backdoor cover by Notre Dame, uh, covered that 20 points. So that's, that's what I get nervous about with those big spreads. Yeah, so for the big ones, yeah, chalk it up with as an L for both of us there. Um, all state sugar bowl, Ohio state won, covered in the upset. Um, a win for Tim, a loss for me there. Um, I had Clemson. Um, congratulations. Thank you. What, um, let's just touch on that for a minute. What did you think about Ohio state played in that game? Oh, it was, uh, I mean, you know, I saw, I saw something on Twitter and I, I wondered how true it is, um, that Ohio state had everybody fooled all season this whole time. They've been preparing for the college football playoffs and we're, you know, running, uh, 
relatively vanilla offense against the likes of Northwestern and, and Indiana. Um, and those were some close games that they were in. Um, and then just came out, you know, with their, with, with their guns blazing um, in that game. I, I don't know. It, it's, it's certainly an interesting conspiracy theory, but uh, Justin Fields was, was just, uh, I mean, the best, the best I've seen him ever play. Those deep balls were, were something really special. Um, and I think it definitely helped to have Chris Olave back uh, their number one wide receiver. Um, uh, he's, he's just uh, another incredible route runner, a great deep threat. And he, he made a huge difference from the team that you saw play against Northwestern uh, the previous game and that, that one. Um, so uh, I, I was, I was psyched about that game. That was, that was huge. Yeah, it was a big time win. Um, they didn't, they didn't uh, really even come close at the end. So um, the Ohio State is off to play uh, Alabama. Yeah. Um, on next Monday night. So what what's your thoughts about that game before we we swing back into the recap? Right. So the um, I guess the news today was that Ohio State has a a little bit of a COVID issue going on. Um, but the the word out of um, out of their program is that they are they are still preparing and planning to play. Um, so they dealt with a COVID situation a few weeks ago. Um, had a had a couple of cancellations, and um, so now now it's coming back again. Unfortunately, it looks like everything's going to be on track though as of as of uh, Tuesday night when we're talking here. Um, so I think it's going to be another uh, another close game. Um, Last I saw it, Alabama was favored by, I think, eight and a half. Um, I'm not looking yeah. at it right now, but is, is that about where it is? Yeah, that's that's what I saw it last, too. Yeah, so eight and a, I, I don't think this is a I don't think this is a blowout. I don't think this is a, a more than a touchdown win. Um, I see this this being a, a, another tight, um, another tight game that's going to come down, uh, come down to the end. So I, I, I think these teams are. In the same class, you got the best of the two best conferences, in my opinion, in college football. So this is how you want it to be. Um, I'll be the homer and pick Ohio State. I think they have the better quarterback. Um, obviously, Alabama's got got uh, you know the best wide receiver in in that game. Um, but don't sleep on don't sleep on Ohio State's wide receivers. Those guys are are excellent too. And I know that. Um, Harris, the running back for Alabama's had a great year. Um, but Trey Sermon has come on like like crazy in the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think he's got almost 600 yards rushing in the last two games. So I, I see this being a being a a very tight game. Uh, I I think a lot of, you're going to see a lot of points. Um, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, be surprised if this goes over the over, which I, I think is at 75, uh, or I'm seeing it at 75 right now. Yeah. It's a big, big number. Um, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that goes over and you see something, you know, couple, couple scores in the forties. Um, so this is, uh, yeah, this is, this could be a fun one. So, um, you know, just, just to tail back to what you were talking about with Ohio state, you know, they've only, they only played six games, and in the regular season, including the conference championship, is that right? Yeah, um, the conference championship. Yes, so they've played seven total now. Yeah, so you know, I I see, I feel like 
because they probably didn't have that much time to practice um, beforehand as well, they probably treated those first four to five games like a preseason, you know, just just warming themselves up for for their their two game actual season here at the end. Yeah, that's that's a that's a, I mean, I think that's kind of what um, what that comment on Twitter was getting at is that, you know, they they needed I, whether whether it was because it was you know, an extended preseason or, or whether it was playing possum, like you were doing with your, with your <laughs> NFL picks, um, Ohio state wasn't, wasn't that team that you saw against Clemson, uh, throughout the, the regular season. Yeah. And I think, you know, we've been treating Ohio state's five game season as, as kind of a, a disadvantage, but maybe in this case it could be seen as a, an advantage. They just don't have, they don't have anything on tape. Um, yeah, it's it's certainly you know would would be something different if they had to play um, play a full ten game or a twelve game season. That's for sure. Um, so you know, there I'm not sure who's who that's going to favor. If it's going to fa- you know favor Ohio State in terms of or or Alabama or if, or if or if we're at this point now where um, you know that that stuff doesn't matter. I, I don't know. That's that's a good good point. Good question. Um, I'm excited for it. I think it should be a fun game regardless. Yeah, it should be a fun game. Every game that the, the over-under is into the 70s, you know it's going to be fun to watch. There's going to be points going up left and right. So right. Um, it'll certainly be exciting. The um, the number being over a touchdown, I think, probably favors Ohio State to cover that um, with another backdoor touchdown if they're losing. Um, right. or, or they could win outright. Absolutely, they sure could. Um, so... You know that that one should definitely be interesting. What's your pick? Um, I'm going to take Ohio State to lose and cover. All right, I'll take Ohio State to win outright. So we'll all right. There you we'll go. Have a, we'll have some, you know, a difference. Yeah, we'll have a, a slight difference. We'll we'll see exactly what happens there. Um, so just to just to put a pin in our um, our picks from last week. Um, PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, Ohio State won and, and or Ohio State, Iowa State won and covered. Um, yep, so we game. were both on that one. Um, in the Capital One Orange Bar, our only other difference, Texas A&M won and covered. Um, so Tim had UNC there. So that was my uh, oppo victory against you. And you had the uh, Ohio State uh, oppo victory against me. So we both ended up four and two with our picks. So not yeah, bad. So it comes down to, it's going to come down to the national championship game. Yeah. We'll see competition. Yeah. Of course, probably Alabama will win and cover and we'll both end up four and three. So <laughs> uh, that, that'll be how it ends up. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> yeah. I hope not, but I, yeah. I think, uh, you know, it's certainly within the realm you, of possibility. You but. once, you once said, I don't know if you remember this, we were watching, Oh man, this was, um, had to have been probably 2006. We were watching Ohio State Texas at my at my Alston apartment, and um, the the girl I was dating at the time, you, like Ohio State scored, and you like got excited. And the girl I was dating at the time said, "Jeff, are you are you an Ohio State fan too?" And I, I remember you said, "I'm not, but." When Ohio State wins, it makes Tim happy, and that makes me happy. So I root for Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that that's kind of my rooting interest in a lot of ways. Like living in the Philadelphia area, you kind of get um, psyched up by the Eagles because when the Eagles are winning, everybody yeah. in the city is people so much better. Happy. Yeah, yeah. People in the city, everybody's happy. There's there's vendors on every street corner back in the olden days uh, selling T-shirts and stuff like that. So you know, 
everything is just everybody has a little bit more pep in their step. So that's how I came to root for them a little bit because it just makes everything better, makes people that I know happier. And, you know, I'm happy when my friends are happy. And so, um, so I root for my friends to be happy. You know what? If that's, if that's a sin, you know what? Mark it down, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think you're good. All right, good. Um, I always, I always get a little bit nervous when you start telling those stories. Um, I'm not really not sure where they're going. So I, I appreciated that I'll, one I'll ending up them, in a, I'll keep them, keep them, uh, on the up and up. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that, those are the big news, um, for today. Um, obviously we have, um, NBA still ongoing. Um, uh, you, uh, Jokic, LeBron, Giannis are the top players in our uh, DSE fantasy leagues so far this year. So, um, pretty much chalk so far for them. Yep. Um, we'll we'll have more in depth on the NBA as we as we go along there. So, um, I actually don't own any of those players. So, my fantasy team's struggling a little bit um, in the early going. Um, DynastySportsEmpire.com is is now filling baseball leagues. So, um, get in your uh, Get your stirrups on. Um, got got some uh, got some good teams for sale. You can jump in on a uh, an existing team that's getting sold, or you can uh, jump in on a brand new one and draft from scratch. They have one um, that is uh, very tempting but very terrifying. Um, it's called the Deep League, Tim. Uh, okay, thirty teams. Yikes! Fifty man rosters each. Oh. So. Uh, for those that are good at math at home, um, that's how many players that you have to, uh, go through in the majors and minors to try wow. to fill out a, a roster. Yeah. That's so crazy. Wow. There's, there's one, there's one, uh, orphan still available in that, uh, one and, and they might start another one, uh, based on the popularity. So, cool. um, that is truly an intimidating one for me, but it, it seems like incredible amount of fun closest to um, being an actual GM there. You have to dig through uh, guys that you won't find on top 100 lists guys. You won't find on uh, everyday fantasy baseball websites. So you have to really, really, really dig, get out your binoculars, do your scouting. So um, that one is really fun. Uh, Tim, I, I, I don't know if this one would interest you more. Um, you're more of a golf guy, right? I do like I do like golf. I've gotten into watching it the last few years. Yeah. Okay, so there's a couple of fantasy golf leagues uh, going up this year. So um, I I haven't looked at any of the drafts. So if you had the number one overall picked in fantasy golf, who would you take? I'm I'm a big Justin Thomas guy. Um, He uh, seems to you know always consistently be up there. I know. I know that uh, you know there are probably a couple better players, but um, I'll, I'll go with my my heart and gut on that one and, and say I'd pick him. Yeah, I think I think that's a pretty safe one. He's usually usually up near the top of the leaderboard. Yeah. Um, so th- those leagues are forming. If you're interested in fantasy golf, it looks like a fun format. I don't know enough golfers to even attempt to uh, put a team together, <laughs> um, but that one looks really really fun. So yeah, that's cool. Um, and, and also, if you're into hockey, there's hockey leagues as well. Um, so that's my pitch for uh, going over to Dynasty Empire, DynastySportsEmpire.com and uh, checking out the league that you want. Um, some Now that the season's over, some football teams are going up for sale too. So just make you can go over and check out the really good ones um, and, and grab one of those. Uh, Tim, do you have any, uh, any shout-outs here that you wanted to throw 
Um, no, I don't. I'm not. I'm not prepared for that one. Um, no, I, I got nothing. What do you got okay. for us? Yeah, I, I I don't have anything either. So okay. we're shout out lists today. So don't right. feel so bad that you didn't have one. Um, <laughs> we're gonna need more rates, reviews, emails, text, tweets, Instagram, all of it, direct messages, whatever they're called. Um, just send them over to us. We'll we'll talk about them on air. We'll read them off. We'll use your name or not if you want to protect your identity. Um, so just just send them over to us and uh, we'll talk about them. So um, I, I think that's it for today, Tim. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, we got we got a big weekend of big weekend of football coming up. It should be fun. You know, all the you got six. You, you never had this before, right? Six NFL games in the opening weekend of the playoffs, uh, followed on Monday by the national championship game. So if you like. Uh, like your football is a big weekend. This is a great weekend. This this weekend in the divisional round weekends are are um, two of the best football weeks yeah. of the year. Um, just just hit the hit the couch at uh, Saturday afternoon and come up for air on on early Tuesday morning. So yeah. um, just make sure you hydrate, you rest. You know, it's it's a long weekend. There's a lot of uh, a lot of sports to watch. Wear those, so wear those blue light glasses so uh, so your, your eyes don't go crazy. Yeah, exactly. Get the tiger balm out for your muscles. Make sure they don't get too tight. You know, you got to stay loose, hydrate, you know, all that good stuff. Exactly. Cool, man. All right. All right, all right buddy. Uh, enjoy it. I'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next week, man. See ya. See ya.